Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. With Jesse and Anita. It's so exciting. I love Friday. Oh, yeah. Because we get to be with our extended family. That's right. Yeah. Hey, how's this song for today? Psalm 116, verse 15. Blessed in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. Whoa. Yep. Yes, that's beautiful. So the month of uh, November each year is dedicated to commemorating those who have died and departed to their heavenly home. Amen. You know, I know our parents and probably a lot of you, if you're our age, pretty much your parents. It begins with All Saints Day celebrated on November 1st to remember all the numerous holy souls who have died and we hope they will enter into heaven. Amen. All Saints Day is celebrated to mainly honor all the hundreds and thousands. That's that's the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, All Saints Day is yeah. the, day, the day after Halloween. Yeah, the day yeah. after Halloween. And it is on all the hundreds of thousands of holy souls that have entered into heaven and do not have any specific day dedicated in their honor. Yeah, in other words, yeah. there's more people in heaven than are on the calendar of the Catholic Church. Right, that's what right. The saying. unsung yeah. heroes. Yeah. That's who they are. Absolutely. The yes. Hall of the, the Hall of Famers. Same, yeah, the Hall of Famers. They made it. They and the made, ones that are in hell are yeah. Hall of Shamer. Yeah, Hall, Hall of Shamers. Shamers. Yes. <laughs> the Hall of Famers and the Hall, Hall of, of Shamers. Shamers. Yes. God, <laughs> have mercy on us. Yes, absolutely. So when did this practice begin? Okay, so um, this practice began in uh, 1261 AD when the church began to honor martyrs on November 1st. Later, all those holy souls who lived a life of extraordinary holiness on earth also begun to be remembered on November 2nd, which we all, which we call All Souls Day. We call them the faithful departed. This practice of remembering all the dead is be, believed to have been instituted by St. Odilo of, of Cluny in the year 1030 AD. But this practice actually comes from the Jews in the Old Testament. That's right. Yes. And today we're going to call a saint to pray for us. It's the, yes. it's the feast day of St. Leo the Great. St. Leo the Great. Pray of, for us. Absolutely. Especially uh, we want to pray, you know, for the conversion of, of our Pope. Yeah, he, in fact, he asked intercession. that. He asked that. Pope Francis a few days ago, yes, pray for my conversion. Yep. And uh, so we will. Let's pray yeah, an Ave Maria for, for Pope, Pope Francis' interior <laughs> conversion because he asked for it. Nomine Patri, Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tu, Iesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis pecadoribus, nunc et mortis nostre. Amen. In nomine Patri, Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Remember, if you don't know the, the Hail Mary in Latin, say it in English Absolutely. with us. Absolutely. English or Spanish. Who yeah, knows? Who, whatever, yeah. Whatever, whatever, French, whatever language you language feel you, more comfortable with. That's right. <laughs> we just, we just want to just try to bump up people's, yes, uh, people's game a little bit and Absolutely. challenge people and to learn it and yeah learn. that's all and on your time on, on your time, time and in your pace the most important thing is that you say it with with true devotion Absolutely. you say the hail mary it doesn't matter what language yes. it's what's coming from your heart they, when you yeah, pray amen. the uh the prayer that's what matters yes. okay prayer from the heart saint <laughs> Teresa of Lisieux, that's a ps do, doctor of the church <laughs> all right there, here's here's what we got in the rundown today <clears throat> we're going to talk about uh, this uh, elementary school teacher yes who's fired for a social media post. Good for that school. Then yes. we're going to take an extended period of time to talk about an, an, an old 
famous exorcism story mm-hmm. that occurred about 200 years ago. Yeah, in the 15th century. Oh, way longer 15th than that. 15th century. And that story's called what? It's called the Eucharistic Exorcism and Nicola Abri. Yeah, you're going to be fascinated yes, to hear some of the details. It is just a really uh, great, well, not a great story, but... There's a reason for this. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. But so let's, let's get in. Yeah. Yeah, let's jump into it. So mm-hmm. there's a newly hired Illinois elementary school art teacher fired for social media posts detailing violent mental illness and Satanism mm-hmm. on his post. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah. So the Homer Community Consolidated School District uh, Board fired the teacher. Her name was or its name was Chris Martin, on Sunday after a special I board meeting. I think it's meeting. a male. Yeah, it's yeah. a male. The picture's a okay. male. Okay. Yeah, board meeting that was flooded with concerned parents. <clears throat> Chris Martin's social media posts went viral after they were posted by the massively popular Libs of TikTok account on X, formerly known as Twitter. The platform, oh, okay, it said, she said, this is what she put on, on, on I X. It, I think it's transgender, right? I'm looking yeah. at the picture. Yeah, it looks she, like a guy. Yeah, looks, looks like, like a guy. guy. Chris yeah, Martin, yeah. right? But, I'm going to say he's a guy. I'm going to say yeah, he's a guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, not, I, I that's agree. not a girl. That's I, I not think a it's a guy. I, and I it, agree. And I there's another picture of him with a Satan t-shirt. T-shirt, yeah. In, and that's yeah. what he wore to the school as he's teaching. And we have that. It's the it's the Satan of B. His name yeah. is B. The, yeah. yeah, I don't the, want to say his name. Yes, it's the the one that's all over the Temple, Temple of Satan's Satan. website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what it, what what was on his social? Okay. Media so post? what what was on his social media? Is he said I have bi I have bipolar, uh, one disorder with mania and psychosis. This condi- condition has drastically changed my life for better and worse. Because of it, I suffer from irrational thought processes. Diabolical oppression. Yep. Which make my fears and anxieties triple. Every day is a battle with my mind to survive and be the best me I can be. So that's and her and that's what one of the te- that's what the teachers post and it, yeah, Chris yeah, Martin. Yeah, Chris By the Martin. way, it reminds me irrational thought process. Yeah. in Liber Cristo, there's a term that's used. It's called uh, it, it's it's called uh, fracturing uh, the fracturing of thoughts. And that's what happens. The demons, as a result of mortal sin, intellectual you know, deformity uh, or malformation of conscience, mm-hmm. you have the demon projecting into your mind, fracturing your thoughts. And at the same time, you don't know whether you're talking to yourself or the demon's talking to you and the demon fractures your thoughts. Yeah. And so all- that's where the irrational thought processes come yeah, from. The demon comes in and yeah. out and he's talking to you. Your mind's you're, you're talking to yourself. He's yeah. talking to you. You're talking to yourself. Yeah. Also notice he says every battle, every day is a battle with my mind to survive. That's the same Joan of Arc said ooh, hundreds of years ago. She says the battle between okay. Satan and us is in the mind. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we have the act of the will. When our act of the to will reject is, it. to reject it is strengthened, you know, then we can fight it. And then we do that every day. And you fight it's, it with prayer. Prayer, and actually. Like, and Liber, Liber Christo yeah. teaches, and don't, this, don't talk to, people become fascinated, like, oh, what's that voice? Forget that the, curiosity. Start talking to God. Start, start talking, talking to Our Lady. Right, right. Start talking to God. And, Redirect your, your conversation. And, and this way, the demonic thoughts just dissolve. They're gone because, okay, there goes yeah. just talking to God, talking to His Son Jesus. Okay. Talking to I'm getting gone. pushed out. I'm getting pushed out. Yeah. No, if I'm fasting, like, yeah. what? 
a talking snake, then then you're then the the this diabolical projection and these fractured thoughts are going to continue. Yeah, because they say this guy likes it. Right. This guy's curious about it. And give him ha- more. Give and him he more. has a, a, a weak will, a weak <laughs> yeah. will. Yeah. And that means we just said it. Prayer, no prayer life, probably yeah. none. Okay. He continue. He continued with the, the post added. I have done things in conditions of psychosis and mania that have been violent and hurtful. I'm glad they fired him. Oh, wow. Other posts featured the teacher in a shirt by the designer who was dropped by satanic imagery by Target after being hired to design merchandise for their pride line. The shirt features an image of Satan and says, quote, Satan respects pronouns, end quote. Chris Martin, the teacher, had captioned an image wearing it with, quote, hail Satan, end quote. We reject, rebuke, and renounce you in Jesus' name. name. Go to the foot of the cross. Another post read, quote, love the devil back, We reject, renounce, rebuke you in Jesus' name. Go to the foot of the cross. Chris Martin had also posted an image of a F blank, 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 blank the, police. the police banner with an upside down flag. The F word of the yep. police in his T-shirt. In his T-shirt. And he's teaching kids in elementary yep. school. Can you believe that? And you know these kids. Oh, follow me on social media. Here's my, you know, here, here's my link. Uh, so he said, social media is a public platform. If this person is saying and posting this publicly, what will he do behind closed doors exactly. with our children? One parent asked at a meeting, according to, re- to a report from Fox News. Hi- it's, they said, hiring a teacher with unpredictable behavior for elementary school is neg- neglectful. Another parent said at the meeting, as elected officials for Homer Glenn Schools, it is your job to do what is right for our children. These are parents Good speaking out. Good that, for them. That includes doing your due diligence with hiring new teachers and staff members. The technology we have is at our fingertips. Yes. That's what they do with, with people that are going to law enforcement. They find out. Oh, yeah. Do you have a, uh, you have a web page? you have something Absolutely. up? Social media? Let me look at it. Yeah. That's who they find out who they're hiring. This should be... Uh, this should be caught. This the parents continue saying social media is a public forum. If this person is saying and posting this publicly, what will he do behind closed doors with our children? Legitimate yes, yes. Uh, uh, questions. And I'm glad that these parents went up. They, yes. they have the courage to go up to the board. The board has now fired <clears throat> Chris Martin <clears throat> and said that while they conduct background checks on all teachers, they're not always flawless. Look at here's my comment. The school board only fired him because the parents saw teacher Chris Martin's satanic rants on social media and publicly complained to the school board. Had it not been for Papa Bears and Mama Bears, this yeah. Satanist would still be working at that school right. and promoting Satanism through his clothing and speech behind closed doors. Talk about a wolf in charge of a hen house. How many other Satanists and witches are proselytizing our children under the guise of being public school teachers? Yep. We'll yep. continue a little bit. I'm, we're almost done with yep, this on the next it. segment. Yeah. Here she is, the cause of our joy. The cause of our joy. The, the mother of the Redeemer. Holy cause. Mater Dei, ora pro nobis. We'll be right back. Your beauty and your grace are the bright little dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us.
Saint Leo, Leo the, the Great. Great. Pray for us. We are back at Jesus nine one one with Justin and India. Mater Dei. Ora por nobis. That's go. right. Hey, uh, we're talking about this. Prayer before. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we talked. We're talking about the school teacher that got uh, ki- uh, kicked out by his elementary yeah, school. Yeah, got fired actually. Yeah, he's a Satanist. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I- I'm just asking how many other Satanists yep. are out there and witches working in these schools. We'll finish this article, then we want to get into the Eucharistic exorcism of Nicola, Nicola Aubrey, yes. which is fascinating. Nicola. And yeah. let's see what the board said about him. He said, though extraordinarily rare, there are times that process may not be flawless. However, when additional information that is legally relevant to an individual's ability to work safely and successfully in the district does come to our attention, we take the time to consider that information and then take appropriate action. My comment. Yeah, <laughs> right. Look at the school board only took action because, because it got caught uh, by the media and they were publicly shamed. Yeah. That's why they are firing this Satanist. It's because they got caught. You mm-hmm. think they didn't catch this in as a background investigation? Yeah, absolutely they did. Because they wanted him. But they got no problem with yeah. Satanism and witchcraft. Yeah. Right, right. So Absolutely. people complain this. Oh, okay, complain we better and, complain. Yep. We better do something. Yep. So the article it's says. all his instability, his oh, yeah, mind. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. You know. In this instance, okay, the, the board says, in this instance, that action included additional background investigation, which resulted in the discovery of new information. But relevant to the employment of the individual in question, based on this new information, the board and administration took action today to dismiss the employee. Okay, so... This is what the board added. My comment. So the school board did a second background investigation on him, Chris Martin, mm-hmm. and they found this information on the second background investigation. Yeah, so mm. the, hmm. This is a load of bull poo okay? They knew about this right when they hired him. They knew he was a devotee of Satan. It's on Chris Martin's social media threads. They had no problem hiring a satanic teacher. After all, mm-hmm. many public schools already have satanic after-school programs and and drag queen story hours in public mm-hmm. li- libraries yeah. and public schools. And most of these drag queens are satanists. Yep. Just look yep. at their social media accounts, yep, they are. and and you'll see all the satanic insignia and verbiage on their pages. Let's yeah, move on to this. Yeah. yeah, let's go on to. To uh, uh, just an intriguing uh, exorcism that was held in, back in in the 15th century, uh, several 15, so yeah. several hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, several hundred years ago. And by the way, this book is 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 uh, put out by Tan. It's a thin book, mm-hmm. the Eucharistic Exorcism of Nicola Aubrey. It's a thin read. My really wife just read it last yep, week. I read it. Where's it at? And so uh, mm-hmm. let's yeah. let's get into it. Yep. It says in the Book of Acts, we read that some Jewish scribes when attempting to exercise a powerful demon in the name of Jesus, found that their attempts to use the name of Christ were futile because they themselves had not embraced the gospel and were not part of the church. The Bible states, quote, and certain of the Jewish exorcists also who went about and took in in hand to call upon those who had wicked spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, I adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches. And there were certain men, seven sons of Sceva, Jewish high priests, who were doing this. 
So right here, they were you know doing calling the name of Jesus, and they were Jews. And the and the Jews had an exorcisms from the from the time of David to our Lord, because they were the the true religion back then. Right. But continue. But the wicked spirit answering said to them, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I'm acquainted with, but you, who are ye? And the man in whom the wicked spirit was lip, le, leaped up upon, and having mastered both, prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And that, that's in Acts chapter 9. It is not enough to confess the name of Jesus. One has to be incorporated into Christ and the church, which is his mystical body. So th- <laughs> this is what demonic <laughs> retaliation looks like. Yeah. These Jewish exorcists no longer had mm. authority because they were under the old covenants, Covenant. which were mm-hmm. five. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the fulfillment mm-hmm. of all the old covenants, yeah, right. and he's the high priest of the new covenant. So these Jewish exorcists were not disciples of Jesus. Mm-hmm. They had no authority. They did not have the mandate from our Lord. They did not have juridical authority by natural or divine positive law to drive out demons of this possessed man. And they got beat up. Yep. That's did. what retaliation looks like. Mm-hmm. Story continues. And they really didn't believe. And look what the, the demon said to him. I know. Uh, Jesus, uh, I know. Uh, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I'm uh, acquainted, uh, acquainted with. with. But who are See? you? But who are you? You have no authority. In other words, <laughs> but you have no That's authority. Like, oh, That's what he's shoot. saying. <laughs> yeah. The story continues. So in, in more recent times, the truth has been exemplified in the marvelous case of Nicola, Nicola Abri, a possessed girl in Vervins, P- Picardy in France. The events narrated below took place on the 8th of November, 1565, and lasted until the 8th of February, 1566. Wow. And were witnessed by thousands. I even said, I think, 150,000. After Nicola's initial possession in the fall of 1565, she was taken to see Father de Mota, a pious priest of Vervins. Father de Mota successfully exercised the demon by applying the blessed sacrament to Nicola's lips while she was in a state of lethargy. The evil spirit instantly departed and her face became angelic. Thereafter, she attended Mass with devotion. But unfortunately, due to the uh, mysterious providence of God, the evil spirit was allowed to return to Nicola, was, was possessed again. As we shall see, God had a greater purpose in mind when he allowed this repossession. There's uh, four yeah. signs of demonic possession. The word exorcism, by the way, mm-hmm. means to cast out by an oath and prayer. That's what it means in Greek, ex mm-hmm. or gizel, to cast out mm-hmm. by an oath and by prayer. Possession, there's four signs according to the Catholic Church. Now, sometimes demonic possession looks like mental illness as mm-hmm. well. It mm-hmm. looks, there's... Yeah, but, it mimics it. Yeah, but uh, here are the four signs of demonic possession as the Catholic Church has has stated for centuries. Mm-hmm. When number one, when someone speaks or, or or understands languages, they normally do not. They've never studied. Mm-hmm. Number two, when their physical strength is disproportionate to their body size or their age. Mm-hmm. Number three, when they're suddenly knowledgeable about occult practices or about certain things, like they'll mm-hmm. tell a person in the room, hey, uh, 
you and your girlfriend are sleeping around. What are you, mm-hmm. what are you doing over here praying? Your prayers have no power. Mm-hmm. Hey, Father, uh, you, you're out there watching the uh, pornography on thir- Wednesday and Thursday night. You have, your prayers have no power. Mm-hmm. They know they have hidden knowledge about you and about occult practices. And number four, when they have a physical, they have a physical aversion, the possessed person, uh, to holy things such as holy communion or prayers. Well, right there, that showed you, showed yeah. you that Father Demota, when he uh, placed the Blessed Sacrament on Nicola's lips, she 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 woke up. Yeah. She came out of the state of lethargy. And you know, I'll and tell you so, why this was ha- yeah. was happening because the Calvinists had just broken yeah. off from the Catholic Church. Yeah, the background of this. this yeah, that's the background. This mm-hmm. is the Reformation. Yes. Post-Reformation. The, mm-hmm. the Luther broke off. Now John Calvin broke off. Started mm-hmm. a, a big movement called the Calvinist. The Presbyter- Many fractions occurred at this time. And so as a result of that, um, this was done in public mm-hmm. because God wanted to show the heretical Calvinists the real presence because the Calvinists went a step further and said, this is totally a symbol. This mm-hmm. is just symbolic. At least the Lutherans held to some type of presence. They called yep. it consubstantiation. They said, hmm, it's Jesus along with the bread and wine. But it's Jesus too. Calvinists said, it's not Jesus. Mm-hmm. Calvinists say, it's just a symbol. It's just bread. It's just a symbol. Of it. We think about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Catholic understanding is that after the words of consecration, it is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ really present under the appearance of bread and wine. And so God allowed this possession for the Calvinists. So we continue. So word of Nicola's case got around, and the local contingent of Calvinists decried the popish superstition popish superstition of using things like sacramentals, relics, and the Eucharistic, Eucharist and exorcisms. They asked and were given permission by Nicola's parents to try exorcising the devil according to Protestant rites. When they entered the room, the devil mocked them and stated that it was at his behest that they had come. When one of the ministers tried putting a Calvinist prayer book upon the head of Nicola, the devil allegedly said, Ho, ho, my good friend. Do you intend to expel me with your prayers and hymns? Do you think that they will cause me any pain? <laughs> Don't you know that they are mine? I helped to compose wow. them. Wow. The devil just That's told revealing. the Calvinist, that is so I wrote revealing. your prayer books. Well, I wrote your prayer books. <laughs> wow. I brought you in. Yes. They, to, to Calvinism. To Calvinism. Yeah. I brought you in. Yeah. So the the preacher continued, what did he say? He said, the preacher said, responded, I will expel thee in the name of God. Said the Calvinist preacher. Yeah, that's what the Calvinist, he said. He he continued, you, okay, then the devil says, you, he said mockingly, you will not expel me either in the name of God or in the name of the devil. Did you ever hear of one devil driving out another? So the devil, devil. just called the Calvinist preacher a devil. devil. <laughs> Very <laughs> interesting, as Maxwell Smart yeah. would say. So the preacher says, I am not a devil, angrily, he said. I am a servant of Christ. And then Satan repeat, uh, uh, responded. responded, a servant of Christ indeed, with a sneer. What I tell you, you are worse than I am. <laughs> I believe, and you do not want to believe. Do you suppose that you can expel me from the body of this miserable wretch? Ha, 
Go first and expel all the devils that are in your own heart. So that's the devil saying this to the Protestant Calvinist. (laughs) The devil then declared that he was the master and the Calvinist his disciple. Wow. Needless to say, the preacher went away quite discomfited. I like what he said here. I believe and you do not believe. So he's saying that I believe in God. I believe there's a God, you know. Mm, Yes. And or or or. And but you do not believe. Yeah, so it, it's, it, it's, it's interesting because it, in the book of James it says the de- see, even the demons, demons believe, believe, but they don't obey. Yeah, see, that, see there you see, go. That's so. The, so you Calvinist, that's a caveat. You say you believe in God. Yeah, you don't obey him. You don't because he started the Catholic Church. church. These Catholics, yes, he started their church. You believe in God, Calvinist? You don't obey him because you you're not him. part of the church that he started. At least I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't obey either, but I don't at least obey I believe. Either, yeah. We'll continue talking about this incredible Holy story. Holy Father, our Lady Guadalupe. Ora por nobis. La morenita. Amen. Back again, Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Thank you for staying with us, family. This is such an interesting topic that we have today. We're narrating the story called the Eucharistic Exorcism of Nicola Aubrey, which occurred in the 16th, Nicola, Nicola Aubrey, which occurred in the 16th century. And the devil just rebuked the pro, the Calvinist uh, minister <laughs> that tried to go and exercise. He just said, "Man, uh, you Nicola." Work, he goes, "You work for me. You don't. You don't work for God." He yeah. basically mm-hmm. look at. I I created you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I not in, in that sense of right. I created pro, pro, the Protestant Reformation. <laughs> we're called the Church Militant Ecclesia Militans. Mm-hmm. A Catholic priest is a commissioned officer of Christ in the Church Militant. Mm-hmm. So a Catholic priest. With the mandate, praise with the full weight of the institutional church behind him and the full authority of Christ the King. Now, the Protestant minister is like a mercenary. That's a, that's a soldier who hires himself out to, to whoever will hire him. A mercenary. I mean, he has some power because he's, he's baptized in the name of the Trinity. And he prays in the name of Jesus. He has faith. But he has no institutional protection. He's on his own. Mm-hmm. Not like a Catholic priest mm-hmm. who has the weight of the church triumphant, church militant, church suffering. Mm-hmm. He has an institutional protection. And because demons submit to the authority of Christ's name, a Protestant minister may be able to cast out lower level demons, or we call that extracting lower level demons, but not the higher level demons, not, not the possessing demons. That's going to require the institutional weight of the Catholic mm-hmm. Church. A Protestant minister, his prayers could bring emotional relief to a person, but not full liberation because he does not possess the full authority of Christ. He doesn't have the mandate, mm-hmm. nor can he confer the sacraments, which is ultimately what heals the soul. Mm-hmm. Remember what we proclaim at Holy Mass when we pray right before Holy Communion. We say, Lord... I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Matthew mm-hmm. 8, 8. Mm-hmm. Protestant denominations do not have the sacrament of confession and holy communion, which brings healing to the soul. So again, a Protestant pastor 
is not an officer in the one true church, the church militant. He's a hired mercenary that may have some level of success from reading Catholic sources and imitating Catholic practices and prayers, just like uh, uh, here in Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. a Baptist named Bob Larson. You know what he does in, in his deliverance uh, conferences? He takes Catholic prayers mm-hmm. from the right and reads them and prays them over people. There's going to be, he can't do that because he's not a priest, but he does it. There will be some, you know, some success, maybe with lower level demons. He's using Catholic prayers and he's praying in the name of Jesus and he does have faith. But again, he has, he doesn't have the institutional protection of the Catholic church. That's why He's divorced, by the way, and in the second marriage. Yeah, he has so some issues there. Yeah, he has some issues. What's so this? let's continue um, with uh, the exorcism, uh, Nicola. At this point, Father de Mota was again summoned. Many Protestants stayed on to watch, wondering if the popish cheat would have any better luck. They're, so they're making fun of the priests. Uh, yeah. They were astonished when the devil withered in agony and howled as the blessed sacrament was brought near. The devil fled, and the Nicola fell in a trance. The Protestants tried to restore her to consciousness, but could not even get her eyelids open. Nicola only regained consciousness when the Blessed Sacrament was applied to her lips. Mm. Father de Mota then turned uh, turned to the astonished preachers and said, Calvinist preachers, the yeah. Calvinist preachers, go now, ye preachers. Of the new gospel. The new gospel. <laughs> <laughs> Go and relate everywhere what you have seen and heard. Do not deny any longer that our Lord Jesus Christ is really and truly present in the blessed sacrament of the altar. Go now. Let not human respect hinder you from confessing the truth. Something I want to point out there is yep. number one, uh, the devil flees at the presence of the blessed sacrament. Number one, mm-hmm. the, the devil's not. If you take a piece of bread you know, like this morning, I had a, my wife gave me, would you give me a, um, a bagel? A bagel. If I hold a bagel up in front of a possessed person, <laughs> the demon's not going to leave. It's round. <laughs> <laughs> or if I hold a, what, what do we call it? I call it pan dulce. Okay. Yeah, pan dulce. Yeah, she's always correcting me. I say pan mexicano. Okay. It's pan dulce. It's pan dulce. Describe that in English. Sweet bread. Sweet, sweet bread. bread. It's Mexican sweet bread. If I hold Mexican sweet bread in front of a possessed person, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. Another thing that jumps out at me is that it says Nicola fell into a trance. A trance, that's one of the symptoms of diabolical, uh, that's a diabolical manifestation mm-hmm. when they fall into a trance. We continue. Mm-hmm. So the devil did not depart altogether. Subsequent exorcism revealed that Nicola was possessed by 29 wow. demons, including three particular powerful ones who are called themselves as <laughs> there are three demon names we won't mention. Yeah, there are yeah, three, demon, three names. demon names. Nicholas case. Two are in the Bible, by yeah, the way. You yeah. won't mention that. Okay. Nicholas case became famous, and on January 3rd, 1566, the Bishop of Vervins, in an act that would never be done today, yep, that's for sure, carried un- out. Un- unfortunately. Unfortunately. We need. <laughs> This would pack the churches. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Carried out a public exorcism of Nicola in the cathedral before thousands of spectators. Mm. Again, the application of the Blessed Sacrament drove the devils from her. But the devils left her with some physical deformities, which seemed permanent until Father de Mota again exorcised her. 
this time at the nearby shrine of Our Lady of Lies. Again, thousands of witnesses were present, and again, the Blessed Sacrament was the weapon of choice. Again, a piece of bread mm -hmm. cannot drive away a demon. Mm -hmm. But if the Blessed Sacrament is what we as Catholics believed, Jesus himself, then of course it makes sense. And this is a great story which depicts the reality of what we've always believed. And as a result of the story, it'll say at the end that many, many, many Protestants came into the Catholic Church as a result of what they saw. Yes. But the story continues. Yeah, but I want to just mention something. We saw for ourselves how the Blessed Sacrament uh, triggers the, the, the evil one. Absolutely. We so did we, see we, we, we've, we've seen, seen it before, seen it before. me and my we've wife. Yep. So uh, this story is is right on point. Yep. So he took uh, he took the blessed sacrament in his hand and showing it to the demon said, "I command thee." And this is the the bishop. "I command thee in the name of the living God, the great Emmanuel, whom thou seest here present and whom thou believest." Ah, yes, shrieked the demon. "I believe in him." And the devil howled again as he made this confession, for it was wrung from him by the power of the Almighty God. I command thee then in his name, said, oh, this is the priest. I thought it was, okay, to quit this body instantly. Let me jump there. Yep. Nicholas suffered. Yeah, this is the, the most priest. I thought it was a bishop, but it's not. Nicholas, the possessed, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I guess he was a female. Yes. Nicola suffered Aubrey, she was a, the most frightful contortions. Another, that's another sign of a diabolical mm -hmm. manifestation. Contortions yes. of the body. Yeah. Sometimes her limbs appeared stretched. Sometimes she curled up in a ball. Now her face was elongated. Shape-shifting. Unnaturally. <laughs> uh, and it was excessively widened. What's it called? Shape-shifting. Father de Mota again commanded the demon to leave. Finally, there was a cracking sound and a foul odor forth from her mouth. That's another symptom of diabolical the mm -hmm. presence is there's, when the demon's around, it's, it stinks. There's a foul mm -hmm. odor in the mm -hmm. air in the room, and this mm -hmm. one is from her mouth. Ugh. The demon said that 26 of the 29 had gone out. The three most powerful remained and refused to come out unless expelled personally by the Bishop of Leon. Mm -hmm. you, you call those... Uh, the, the most powerful demons in the in 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 a possession those are called the possessor demons mm -hmm. the possessor demons and so yeah. the other ones are 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 called low like, level huh? yeah they're low level they're low level they're like the mm -hmm. they're like the watchmen there's a word for it. The, they're they're called watcher demons they're mm -hmm. just watching out but then you got the and those are easy to drive out or easier mm -hmm. but it's the possessor demons that are the hard ones to drive out mm -hmm. and this one said hey only the bishop can do it mm -hmm. When Nicola was brought before the bishop, the bishop asked how the other demons had been expelled. Ha, cried the devil, gnashing his teeth. It was he whom you hold in your hand, there on the patent. Wow. Talking about Jesus. Yes. The devil meant our dear Lord in the blessed sacrament. The bishop then held the blessed sacrament near the face of Nicola. The demon writhed and howled in agony. Writhed. Rived. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, I will go. I will go, he shrieked, and I shall return. This went on several times, the demon promising to leave, apparently departing, then repossessing Nicola. Wow. During the process, Nicola's arm was paralyzed 
and she fell into a stiff unconsciousness. Nothing any doctor did could revive her. She appeared even insensible to fire or pokes with pins. Some of the Protestants tried to touch a, a piece of bread dipped in wine to her mouth, what they referred to as their Lord's Supper, but to no effect. She was finally revived when the priest touched the Blessed Sacrament to her lips. Wow. The miracle was so clear, so palpable, that one of the doctors who was a bigoted Calvinist immediately renounced his errors and became a Catholic. Several times also the Protestants touched Nicola's face, Nicola's face, where the host which was not consecrated, a Protestant host, and which consequently was only bread, but Satan was not the least tormented by this. He only ridiculed their efforts. In the last weeks of January, in the first weeks of February, 1566, the bishop began the final exorcism of Nicola, the one aimed at driving out the three remaining demons. The exorcism was preceded by prayers and a procession in the cathedral during the exorcism, which took place on the 1st of February. The bishop said, quote, Oh, a cursed spirit, since neither prayer nor the holy gospels, neither the exorcisms of the church nor the holy relics can compel thee to depart. I will show thee thy Lord and Master, and by his power I command thee. Oh, this is good. We'll get yeah. we'll get right back to it. Yes. Jesus it's getting one. better. Yeah. The Crusher of the Serpent. Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. So tenderly you hold us in your arms. Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. We are back, Jesus 911, but we have a little announcement. Yep. We're, go to our VMP uh, website, VMPR website. VMPR.org. Yeah, .org, and they're having an auction, and it opens up at 9 o'clock all the way to 8.30. So we're going to ask you all to look to see what's being auctioned off. VMPR.org. VMPR.org. We've yeah. got an auction, and we're auctioning some very Catholic articles and items. Yes. You're going to love it, and this is the way that you can support the apostolate. Yes. It, yeah, it opened up about an hour and a half ago. Uh, oh, yes, it opened up at 9. At no, 9 o'clock. We're a different time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a different time zone. It opened up 45 <laughs> minutes ago, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it'll be on till tonight at 8.30 p.m. Yes. So go to vmpr.org and part. If you love us, hey, do you love us? We love you guys. Yeah, we love you. Then participate in our auction and help support the endeavors of vmpr.org. Yes, Yes. Okay, we're talking about the exorcism of Nicholas, Nicola, uh, Nicola, 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 Aubrey. Aubrey. Yeah, so we left off with the bishop. The bishop Who's actually doing the rite of exorcism. Yeah, the uh, rite of exorcism. Yeah. So he's, during that, the exorcism, which took place after Mass, the bishop held the Blessed Sacrament in his hand and said, O accursed spirit, arch enemy of the ever-blessed God, I command thee by the precious blood of Jesus, of Jesus Christ here present, to depart from this poor woman. Depart accursed into the everlasting flames of hell. I just want to make a comment. This is the way that Father Ripperger's mm -hmm. order called the DeLorean Fathers do exorcisms. They do it in the morning, not at night. They do it inside the church and after Holy Mass. Holy Mass with the possessor and then the exorcism. Mm -hmm. This gives the priests, as they say in sports, the home team advantage. We yes. continue. At these words and especially at the side of the Blessed Sacrament, 
The demon was so fearfully tormented and the appearance of Nikolai was so hideous and revolting that the people turned away their eyes in horror. At last a heavy sign was heard and a cloud of black smoke issued from the mouth of Nikolai. Uh, the, the demon was expelled. One of the, 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 the three demons. The three demons. Again, Nikolai fell into a death-like swoon and again she was brought to consciousness only by the means of the Blessed Sacrament. On the first exorcism that took place on the 1st of February, the demon made a stunning revelation as to, as to so fearful a possession had been permitted by God in such a virtuous Catholic woman. Mm-hmm. Apparently, God had allowed the whole series of frightful events to take place in order to expose a lack of real spiritual authority in the Protestant sects. Mm. The bishop asked Satan, Tell me, why has thou taken possession of this honest and virtuous Catholic woman? And the devil replied. He said, I have done so by permission of God. I have taken possession of her on account of the sins of the people. Mm. I have done it to show my Calvinists that there are devils who can take possession of man whenever God permits it. I know they do not want to believe this, but I will show them that I am the devil. I have taken possession of this creature in order to convert them or to harden them in their sins. And by the sacred book, I will perform my task. This possession, like all possessions, God allows for Mm -hmm. salvific purposes. Mm -hmm. Says it right in the story. Yep, right there. And in this instant, it was to convert the Calvinists to the Catholic faith and to accept the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Mm -hmm. This answer filled all who heard it with horror. Yes, answered the bishop solemnly. God desires to unite all men in the only holy faith. As there is but one God, so there can be but one true religion. A religion like that which the Protestants have invented (laughs) is but a hollow mockery. Protestantism. It must fall. The religion established by our Lord Jesus Christ is the only true one. It alone shall last forever. It is destined to unite all men within its sacred embrace so that there shall be but one sheepfold and one shepherd. This divine shepherd is our Lord Jesus Christ, the invisible head of the Holy Roman Catholic Church, whose visible head is our Holy Father, the Pope, successor of St. Peter. The devil later revealed that the exorcism was meant to be a testimony to the truth of the Catholic faith and requested more witnesses before he would finally depart. In the afternoon of the same day, the devil began to cry, Aha! You think that you can expel me in this way? You have not the proper attendance of a bishop. Whoa, office mm. of a bishop. Where are the dean and the archdean? Where are the royal judges? Where is your chief magistrate who was frightened out of his wits that night in prison? Where is the procurator of the kings? Where is attorneys and counselors? Where is the clerk of the court? The devil mentioned each of these by name. I will not depart until all are assembled. Were I to depart now, what proof could you give to the king of all that has happened? Uh, Do you think that people will speak, will believe you so easily? No, no. There are many who would make objections. The testimony of these common country people here will have li- but little weight. It is a torment to me that I must tell you what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am forced to it. Ha! Cursed be the hour 
in, in which I first took possession of this vile wretch. So God is making the demon tell them, tell them exactly, exactly how he can be expelled. expelled. Yeah, so yeah. he needed these people there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bishop, however, said that there were already witnesses enough and ordered the devil to depart immediately. Yes, I shall depart, that's the devil said, but not today. I know full well that I must depart. My sentence is passed. I am, ex- I am compelled to leave. I care not for thy jabbering, said the bishop. I shall expel thee by the power of God, by the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I must yield to you, shrieked the demon wildly. It tortures me that I must give you this honor. The bishop now took the blessed sacrament in his hand and held it close to the face of the possessed woman. At last, Satan was compelled to flee once more. The next morning after the procession was ended, the holy sacrifice of the mass was offered up as usual. During the consecration, the possessed woman was twice raised over six feet into the air and then fell back <laughs> heavily upon the platform. As the bishop, just before the Paternoster, took the sacred host once more in his hand and raised it with the chalice, the possessed woman was again whisked into the air, wow. carrying with her the keepers, 15 in number, wow. at least six 15. feet above the platform. Whoa. And after a while, she fell heavily back on the ground. What do we call this? We call it we, we call it levitation, which is a sign of what demonic possession. Yeah. That's... At, at this site, all present were filled with amazement and terror. A German Protestant named Vosky fell on his knees. He burst into tears. He was converted. Ah, cried he. I now firmly believe that the devil really possesses this poor creature. I believe that it is really the body and blood of, the, of Jesus Christ, which expels him. I believe firmly I will no longer remain a Protestant. Bingo. Another, another convert. Yes. After Mass, the exorcism began as usual. The bishop held the blessed sacrament to Nicola, and the demon shrieked in torment. He confessed repeatedly that the sacrament truly was the body and blood of Christ, which was why its proximity to him caused such anguish. The bishop forcefully commanded him to depart. Nicola is distorted and levitates into the air. The thousands present begin to cry, Jesus have mercy. The bishop uh, persevered, however, he pursued the demon, holding the blessed sacrament in his hand, till at length the demon, overcome by the power of our Lord's sacred body, went forth amid smoke and lightning and thunder. Thus was the demon at length expelled forever. On Friday afternoon, at three o'clock, mm, the, mercy. the same day and hour in which our Lord died on the cross. Wow. Liberation is accomplished. accomplished. Nicola was not completely cured. She could move her left arm with, with the greatest ease. She fell on her knees and thanked God as well as the good bishop for all that he had done for her. The people wept for joy, sang hymns of praise and thanksgiving in honor of our dear Lord and the blessed sacrament. On all sides were heard the exclamations, Oh, what a great miracle. Oh, thank God that I witnessed it. Who is there now that can doubt of the real presence of our Lord Jesus Christ in the sacrament of the altar? Many Protestants present also confessed the truth of the Catholic faith and the real presence and renounced the errors of Calvinism. Mm-hmm. A solemn te deum was intoned. The organ pealed forth and the bells rung forth a merry chime. The whole city was filled with joy. This great triumphant of Jesus Christ in the blessed sacrament over Satan occurred in the presence of more than 150,000 people. Praise the, the Lord. Yep. In the presence of the ecclesiastical and civil authorities of the city of Protestants and Catholics alike. My, wow. My final, so, yeah. yeah, those uh, authorities came. My final comment is only the Catholic Church has a plenary power 
and juridical authority over demons in and through our bishops and priests who have holy orders. Uh, thank Deo gracias. Yep, Thanks Deo gracias. be to God. And I think, you know, if if there would be more public exorcisms, uh, I think, or even just in daily, I mean, uh, on Sunday mass, so that, you know, the priest or after that daily has, mass. A, or after, da- <laughs> yes. after daily mass and, and father can, you know, had the mandate I and he could do an exorcism. The churches would be packed. Like be packed or, you know. Yeah. Yep. Hey, let's mention once again, what a great story. Yes. Uh, what a, what a, so great to be a Catholic. Yep. Just want to mention that there is a, an auction right now that's going on. VMPR.org. We're having an auction of, of uh, religious articles and, and, and items. All kinds of things. I think there's yeah. even some really exciting uh, things to auction up. Take a look at it. It started about an hour ago. Yes. It, it'll be until 8. Yeah. 8 it started at 9. 30 p.m. tonight. Yes. The auction's on the website, VMPR.org, VMPR.org. Yes. Please, part, if you love us. If you love all these shows, I know you do, because we're family. We love each other. Yep. <laughs> then support us, because we're trying to keep the lights on, and we're trying to keep, keep the, the water running. And the toilets flushing. And the electricity going. That's, That's right. the only way we can get to see you so, every Friday. So go to <laughs> vmpr.org and participate yes. in our auction. It started yeah. an hour you ago. You won't be disappa- disappointed. No. There's some exciting things on this auction. Yeah. And I'm even excited. I'm going to look Absolutely. to see what there is. Right after the show, we're going to look. <laughs> vmpr.org, vmpr.org. And by the way, we're going to be in Visalia. We're leaving in a, a in few hours. A few hours to Visalia, California. Just is going to do a spiritual warfare conference or a parish mission. Uh, in the morning will be English, and the in the afternoon will be Spanish. So be there. Look on the website jesseromero.com, and it's there on uh, our schedule. Look at the schedule. Just click on it, and it's going to give you all the information, the location, all the details of uh, the event for tomorrow. Yes, and let's uh, end with Pope Leo the Great. Pray for, for us, Virgin Most Powerful. Pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons. Pray for us. Venerable Fulton Sheen. Pray for us. In nomine Patris, Feliz, Spiritus Santi. Amen. We'll see you next week. Love you, family. Jesus 911. You're amazing. You're awesome. <laughs>